I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Fancy sponsoring the Battle Fever Network? Fancy having your business, company logo, or our social media graphics, and your details being read out on our shows? Well, now you can. Get in touch with us on any of our social media platforms, or email us at battlefeverpod at outlook.com. That's battlefeverpod at outlook.com. Hashtag keep the battle fever on. This show is brought to you by the Battle Fever Network. If you haven't already, then please follow us on all social media platforms. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Just search the Battle Fever podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and never miss a pod again. Hit that subscribe button and you're in. If you don't, we'll send policies round to your door for a talking to. And trust me, you don't want that. You can talk for days. It is safer, really, just to subscribe. It's beautiful. It's deep in history. And I know what I'll find when I play. Comes alive, I got that battle fever. When I was a young boy, my father said to me, Put this scarf around your neck and sing the blues with me. And now I am much older, there's a place I wanna be. It's red, fast, it is beautiful. It's deep. 
in history And I know what I'll find When the place comes alive I got that battle fever coming over me And I got butterflies and hurricanes Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Battle Fever Network. We're here on a Thursday night, which you should be excited going into a Scottish Cup semi-final weekend against that mob. <laughs> Excitement's probably more the word. <laughs> brimming. <laughs> Did you say rimming or brimming? No. It's my LA. Depends what you expect, uh, mate. Depends what your prediction is. <laughs> we're, on a, we're on an hour earlier than night, remember? Do you know what I mean? We can't be saying things. Oh, sorry, sorry. It's not Battle Fever after dark quite yet, is no, it? No, yeah, no, no, yeah. I'll sponsor you now. Maybe no. Maybe no, no. Only sponsors, just thanks to G4 Claims, um, CP Plumbing and Heating, and also Media Print UK for all their love and support that they show the podcast. Joining me this evening, we have top right, Paul Seas. First time I've seen you since Amsterdam, my friend. How are we? I'm disorientated, to be frankly honest with you, but it's been discombobulated. I mean, I'm usually on, you know, on, on that side of the screen across there. You know, All so right. I'm really, thought, really, really confused. Who are I you? I thought you meant it just because I wasn't addressed as Bo Pete, but that's maybe another story for about. Well, that, 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 and all. That, 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 a six foot two Bo Pete with a skin tight fucking tights. It was absolutely grim. I told you. I told you. I was dressed normally. It was just the cake shoot. I could. I, I, I could. See, I could. See, because see everything the bride is going to get. I pity her. <laughs> Down below, Paul sees is of course the Ulsterman himself, Geo. How are we, mate? I'm all right, big lad. What about you? Oh, we're doing well, mate. We're doing well. We're looking forward to a weekend of everything football action. <laughs> brimming with excitement. Brimming with excitement, yes. <laughs> Did you say brimming? Exactly, mate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that Scottish accent. I can barely understand you. Lot. You line them up, mate. You line them up. <laughs> Just before we get to snags, I quite like this one. More nervous than Sturgeon every time the doorbell rings. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's been a long time, buddy. I am good. I'm very, very good. Thank you. Good, good, good. Um, we'll start with the shit show. I've penciled in 30 seconds for the shit show. <laughs> okay, the less said about mythology, the better. I don't think people want to hear us dissect what went wrong because let's face it, every other pod's done that already. But now we're now looking forward to Sunday where. We will dodge it next week if we get beaten. No dissect that shit show either. So, <laughs> brief thoughts, brief thoughts on Sunday, policies. Start with you. How did, what, what happened? Wasteful in attack, pathetic in defence, midfield non-existent. That's it. Gio, I would say passion defence, pathetic's probably putting it light, but okay. Lightweight, lightweight in defence. I thought we were, we were, we were beaten. Uh, second to every ball, wasteful and attack, like Paul said, mate. If we'd have taken a, a few of those chances in the first half, we probably could have been out of sight. Again, probably pretty much the story of our season, even when we have been playing well, we've been looking back going, we should have scored more. Unfortunately, on the weekend, we didn't score any. So, I'm it. Pish. Snags, anything to add to that? Another opportunity missed. Another opportunity missed. I like that. Succinct <laughs> and to the point. Elegant. That's it. 
Some would say, though, if that opportunity was taken, it puts a slight, not a gloss on anything, but it probably doesn't tell a true reflection of what's actually happening. So we don't deserve that, so fair enough. I would probably just say McGregor. <laughs> Alan McGregor getting beaten for there, regardless whether it's a fluke, it's no, or whatever mm. else. McGregor doesn't get beat for there, so poor. Ben Davies, I'll drive him back down south as quickly as possible. Um, John Lundstrom, another one I would drive back down south as quickly as possible. Morelos is gone out of it now. He's not anywhere near it. He doesn't want to be anywhere near it. See you later on. Um, and I think mentioning May 4, and again, it's harsh on Alan McGregor putting him in with that because Alan McGregor is a legend at the club, of course, and rightly so. But nah, Alan McGregor doesn't get beat for there, lads. He doesn't get beat for there, and that just tells you no, how. Nobody but, no, but did. But he did. And that just shows you how much we've regressed as a club relying on. Alan McGregor, despite you know the heroics um, in the '55 season, me and Gio had a great conversation the other the other. He was like yesterday. It was a great conversation about how after that film, we've said that a million times, but that '55 nice. season, basically McGregor, Morelos, Tav, you know all the guys who were stars, Kent who were stars in that season. The fact we're still so Arfield still so heavily reliant on them now tells its own story. Had we actually invested properly in our club and ran the club properly. Then we would probably we wouldn't be we wouldn't be relying on these guys. One or two would have been sold after that season, as is rightly so, because they're at the peak of their their selling point then. And then we regurgitate and we redevelop the squad season after season. That's what would happen. Hence why we move on to the next topic, which is obviously Stuart Robertson has now been okay, gone to another project, removed from his position, asked to leave. Whatever you want to say is probably happened there. Um, and James Biscoff is going to make the step up into the chief executive. I have my own thoughts on that, but probably differ from the mainstream that I've seen on social media, to be honest with you. But, well, coming to you first, what do you make of the news that Robertson is gone? Or, well, will be in July. And that James, well, Robertson first, that he's gone, and then that James Biscoff is going to step into the, the chief executive, which obviously isn't what Stuart Robertson is. He's the managing director, and we had the director of football. So, you know, it's, 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 it's a kind of restructure. Yeah, I think um, Robertson going is a good thing. I think he's overseeing too much. He's been, a lot, he's been at the club a long, long time. Um, and he's not exactly set the head on fire, shall we say. We have two trophies to name in that time. Um, he's been, I would say, pretty much overseeing. Uh, okay, commercially, we're doing very well. Um, but if we want to try and progress the club further forward, then we needed change and it had to happen quickly because uh, Robertson has overseen a pretty dire period in the club. Um, Biscoe stepping up regarding that. Um, he's done really well bringing money in. He's made a couple of mistakes. Um, and apparently, he now gets the club. Uh, I'd like to think so after the Sydney debacle. But people have said, and I can understand them saying as well, look, his job was to generate income for the club, you know, cash flow. This opportunity was presented to him. He had to take it to the board, and he did so. And ultimately, it was the board's decision to say yes to that particular friendly, which was an absolute unmitigated disaster and a stupid decision. But he wouldn't have been doing his job if he didn't take that to them. So I think uh, Bisgrove has done very well. He's brought vast amounts of sponsorship into the club. I say, I, I would, I would say, pretty much uh, um, the Sydney disaster and the Sport Mongo. Uh, thing, uh, sponsorship, um, smoke more and go. Or what you gonna call it? I don't know. Um, that is, yeah, it's you know, I think he'll, I, I think he'll do pretty well on the role. I'd like to think so. I mean, he's, he's, 
if you look at his CV, it's 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 re it's really good. You know, UEFA UEFA commercial partners and all that. So he brought a lot of money in for UEFA. Uh, it was, it was, I, I did see it that day, and I just it's all gone off the top of my head. But I do know he's part of the UEFA restructuring, and he done really really well with them. So I'd like to think he's and obviously the fact he's with with UEFA, he can, he's got ends to the various people that because he brought the sponsorship into UEFA, things like Heineken and stuff like that, which which we know very well. Of course, Heineken, that was a good a good book too. Um, so it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was good, um, isn't it? It's good to oh, talk. Tour's fantastic, mate. Fantastic. Mm. Yeah, oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah, really. yeah, I've done it. Best, 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 best part was the drinks at the end. Um, <laughs> well, indeed. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I'd like to think that he can tap into his uh, people he knows uh, and help sort of bring bigger and more bigger sponsorship into the club because he'd be the chief of center. Also, I've said too much. Move on, somebody else. <laughs> Gio, just as, as uh, Paul alluded to there on Bisgrove, and I'll get your thoughts on Robertson as well. But on Bisgrove, he did he did come with a great, you know, reputation. Where you were UEFA in terms of the work that he'd done with them. Yeah, you know, steps in and a chief exec role, which I don't know if it kind of hints that maybe we're not going to replace Ross Wilson directly, or maybe that role will slightly change because that you know there's no one MD now. It's a, it's a chief exec that's going to run the club essentially, along with John Bennett as chairman. <laughs> Um, we mentioned the Sydney debacle there. It is, his, it is his job to bring money to the club, or it is currently. When he brought that idea at the table, the Rangers men that sat alongside him on the board should have vetoed it immediately. Um, so I blame them more than a day um, James Bisgrove. He comes from England where it is natural to see Arsenal against Spurs in Japan. Do you know what I mean? And it's natural yeah. to see Man United, Man City and China. That's the juggernaut that is the Premier League that generates so much cash. Up here, it's slightly different. Um, and we, we don't, especially know in Australia, when it looked like they were going to win the league and it looked like it was being no. billed as a big homecoming for their manager, it That's wasn't right. a fair, you know what I mean? So although yeah. it might be for money, we were basically selling ourselves for that money. So that's the wee bit where, where I kind of disagreed with it fundamentally. Um, but just your thoughts on Bisgrove and the, I don't know a lot but obviously yeah, I mean, that, that's the thing I'm sure look uh, we'd love to sit here and wax lyrical about you know boardroom changes and, and who we think should be doing what job what job I, I mean essentially I don't think any of us are, are educated enough to know how the inner sanctum of a, of a football club a top European football club's boardroom works sorry Snags I know he probably does but he does <laughs> he probably he, he obviously <laughs> does he's like the, he's like the oracle um but I mean, I'm talking about the daily stuff. I'm talking about the, the wee nuances between people who work together and all that mm -hmm. there. But like you said, James Bisgrove's main sort of purpose was to generate funds and generate income. The guy... Oh. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Paul, just he, he had enough. He's like, no, too much. He froze. See when he first came on for you guys. Come on, he, he uh, totally froze. And then he was like, maybe it's your computer, mate. I said, don't it's my computer, mate. I was still moving about. You were the one that's frozen. Mm -hmm. He's, oh, he's back. He's back. He's back. But yeah, I mean, very, very quickly. Promoting. I mean, very quickly. He's um, he's obviously young. He's ambitious in terms of running a football club. He's obviously very young. You very, you very rarely get younger, younger guys at that sort of age range. Obviously, you know, taking on a club and, and and being being in that sort of senior role. Like you said about the whole, are we going to replace the director of football? Personally, I think he maybe maybe there's a relationship there already with the likes of Michael Beale, and he says to himself, look, Michael Beale has a fantastic scouting network. We we have a fantastic scouting network. Let's try and utilize what we have here existingly at the minute. And you know, look, look very, very quickly on on the the whole debacle about Australia and stuff like that. There, it, 
you know, it was, you know, I think the phrase of the, the, the time was read the room. You know, you could tell there was an instant outcry from the fans and, and everyone was just like, what the fuck are you doing, mate? Seriously, what are you playing at? And he just didn't get it. I think he gets it now. Well, if he didn't get it, then he absolutely gets it now. We don't organise friendlies against Australia. We don't organise homecomings for fucking Ange and all that nonsense. You know, and now he does get it. And, you know, look, at the end of the day, you know, he hopefully, hopefully, you, you know, this this restructuring, this change is a recognition on their behalf that they haven't got got it quite right. And they're now making internal changes to try and drive that forward. Totally. Um, I just want to actually, before we ask Stags about the football, let's put that question up. Why is Stags named Stags? Oh. I've done this before and it's nothing to do with sausages, right? <laughs> you know what it is, big lad. You know what it is. It's cheese. <laughs> it's a, I'll give you the short version. It's a, it's a military thing, particularly the, uh, the Air Force, when um, you're resolving issues with the aircraft. Uh, they're called snags and I was a snag buster. So therefore that stuck. Like I basically fixed all the faults. Basically, that was I it. didn't know that. And we did snagging in my line of work. I didn't know that. That's quality. I am your man. If you've got <laughs> snags, mate, I'm your man. Genius, didn't know that. that. That's why I, I asked you a question, Gavin Pioneer, because I didn't they know. So there you go. Happy help. If you if you've got snags, call the snags. Snag, snag, busting. Wait, hundred blah blah. Honestly, I'll be the fucking next sponsor. I'm telling you. That's we should. I, I was going to say that's sponsorship. Andy Taker was bang on the money there, by the way. Read the room regarding the... I put this into the group chat today. Just oh, fucking yeah. no. <laughs> Don't have it. Okay, stop it. Stop now. You're taking the mic out of his mind. Um, Snags, are your thoughts on the whole situation, mate? Because I, I agree with you. It's a recognition they've not got it right. Some people would like to see complete change, though. Do you know what I mean? But that's yeah, never going yeah. to happen when you've got shareholders no. that put money into the club. They're not going to sack themselves, essentially. You know, so... But Bisgrove stepped up into that role, but asked by John Bennett. I think it shows a wee bit of leadership of Bennett to say, I trust this guy and he's going to run the club, essentially, as a chief exec. I totally. And, and, you know, I've mentioned this before in the pod, you know, we've had a couple of things that have made it uh, out into the public forum, which which never never should have, really. Um, and, I, and I think we need to be in a position where, well, the past 13 minutes don't ever happen again. Do you know what I'm saying? Where, we, where our focus is on... The team, the squad, yeah. the results, and less, and you know, less about the board and stuff like that. And uh, you know, what I would ask is that we that we see um, a more positive effect on commercial mm. and corporate governance. Um, due diligence is done properly. Um, you know, decisions um, that get made are in the interest of the club. Whilst reading the room, you know, essentially, as somebody mentioned there, um, so that we're not embarrassed you know by these things because ultimately it, it doesn't just smear the name of the football club it smears the fans as well so that's all i would ask really that's my thoughts on it yeah and communication as well sorry scott communication no, it's key communication is key yeah i mean and it's something that we've been majorly lacking in i mean at one stage we were probably known a statement to fc because there was constant statements running out and and, and but we haven't heard a peep from that sort of best in class stuff from john bennett It'll be good, and hopefully, I mean, obviously, John Bennett and, and James Bisgroves are not sitting in tonight watching the board. I'm sure they probably are, but they wouldn't admit it. But, you know, if they are going to read the room, and again, we'll use that phrase, the fans need communication. The fans need some direction. So, uh, They do. Joe, do, do, do you know, it's, uh, the thing that I find the most frustrating is, you know, and I hate to use this phrase, but we've seen this movie before, right? 
we get these we get these statements before old firm games changes happen blah 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 positive because you know potentially shit's going to hit the fan and we need something <laughs> good good to celebrate before you know what i mean um but at the same time you know mm. we've had these promises of the sit down chats the season ticket holders all that's you know we've been through all this and it didn't get us anywhere previously you know it, it was all this and and, and no action mm. um and i would i would hope I would hope that this is this is the turning point because we need to be strong in this department. We need to be next level. We need to be showing other clubs how it's done. And if we can't do that, then we don't deserve it. Do you know what I'm saying? Commemorative frame print yeah. of the seven one defeat oh, Liverpool. Who's that? Who listen, that? Listen, now. <laughs> that was genius. That was genius because all the Liverpool fans are like that. This is fucking amazing. I'm buying hundreds of them. <laughs> Why do you think we've got Edmondson House? You know what I mean? Where'd you think that money came from? I noticed. Get that I guy a promotion. Oh, wait. So you, you never done a smashing print of that night. So, but. I, there's a wee bit of news today with the print, so I'm going to well, hand over to you, Gio. All right, well, look, I mean, we've got we've got this gorgeous wee print here. Sorry, my lighting's a bit poor, but, um, you know, if you're on Twitter, get yourself over. Have a wee drink at that there. We're running a wee competition. We're currently giving away 10 of these for free. Um, we're, we'll be doing the draw in the next couple of days at random. Probably do it on, on the Sunday um, before the kickoff for the match or after the kickoff. I might even give away 15, depending on how... Good we do or how bad we do, so who knows? So if you're, if you're on Twitter, <laughs> so get yourself on Twitter. Uh, no, they don't come in a frame, you for God's sake. I'm not that cheeky bastard. You know what I mean? I'm paying for this out of my own cash. Paying for this out of my own pocket. So um, if you're if you're on Twitter, get yourself over. There's a week competition and it's pinned to the top. It's our pinned tweet. So get yourself over there and uh, I have a go. And if you really really want one, drop me a wee message and we'll get you one sorted anyway. Right, we'll, we'll, we'll go for this topic, right? Because, and the Snag says, we don't want this kind of thing to happen again where the, the pods dominated. I mean, Snags and Paul were part of a podcast during an era where it must have been dominated all the time about boardroom issues and struggles and changes and whatever. We don't want that, right? However, Alex asks a really good question. Is there a risk that our club is losing their identity both on and off the part, lads? We don't have enough Rangers men on the pitch, in the dugout, or in the boardroom. Can I Rangers men... I but see Rangers men snags. I don't like that saying because I don't believe it has to be a Rangers man as long as it's the correct man or women. See this this is the thing, Scott. Right? What 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 Alex I think is alluding to here is is that we've got you know supposed Rangers men in the boardroom and we've got the fans right. That's the kind of you know where where the where the where the links in the chain begin. If you can't get those two things to join together, then it's going to fucking break the chain and we're fucked. And I think if that happens, that's where it it appears that we're you know we're losing identity. We need to make that connection in the middle for it to work. And if and if that works, sparks will fly mm-hmm. and relationships will bond <laughs> and the world will be great again. I nearly died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what made me laugh about that, but it did. Oh, nearly died. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's how true love happens. Sparks I fly. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought happens, it is a r- romantic story there. This is what I'm saying. I, made me te- it made you tear up a wee bit. In regards to Rangers men, there's four Rangers men on this screen right now, and I could look in that chat there and see a million Rangers people because there's men in women there, so people, and also people who might not want to be a man or a woman, but we'll not get into that it's a debate from our podcast um, <laughs> quite what she's saying nowadays lads, so basically none is, well maybe some is with B-Snags is alright, but 
maybe you know, I don't think we'd be great board members <laughs> because because I, I, so. I'm not that bright to be a board member, right? I don't want to run the club, but I think I know from a football point of view, and I can watch it and say, right, you know, what do we need? What does that team need? You know, and that's the bit as fans we need to get back to. We, and to be fair, we're doing both roles at the moment. We're saying, what does our board need? And what does our, what does our team need? And it's just no working. The disconnect, and I suppose this is where the identity part of the question comes with, the disconnect from the boardroom to the dugout, to the park, and then obviously into the stands, it just isn't it all. The chain is not complete, Snazzy, I believe is how you would say that, mate. Correct. It is broken. But there's a fucking guy, as as a guy with a big massive welder who's trying to fix it, but he's using like yeah. fucking curry paste instead of you know the right the proper stuff. Can I just say, by the way, uh, Dougal seventy nine, like his his wee avatar picture is is outstanding. By the way, it's like one or two things, right? It could be like I don't know, like some thriller off of Netflix, like, and he's the main character, or he's like advertising himself as a drummer or something like that. Do you know what I mean? He's got he the Are you talented? Can you help us out in any way, Dougal? We need some drummers, mate. Or, 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 or somebody that can stab folk. No, wait, he's over there. He's over or, there. A, or, a, or a board member. Are you a board member? Can I, the, the, the term Rangers man, though, obviously, I, I mean, not, not, what, what, what is a Rangers man? Is it a fan? How do we identify fans? You know, you can't go out and put out a, put out a request for Rangers fans, please apply and, and we'll sign well, that's it. That's the thing, so, yeah. But yeah, so what, what but I, I think what, you know that that phrase. It, you know we all we all love to to bring up, but like, let's be honest. Lewis Ferguson was was deemed a Rangers fan, but he was never deemed good enough. But yet he's able to do it in Syria. I'm not saying that we should have signed him. I know that's a debate for another time. But it, it's 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 the the type of player we're looking to we're looking to get young, hungry, up and coming players who we can then move into that player rotation system or player trading model. And we'll just, you know, long gone are the days where we get these Rangers men coming in for eight to ten to twelve years and having this fantastic career and playing fantastically well in, well out every single week. But what we need to sort of re-educate ourselves on is that if we get a player in for three or four seasons, he doesn't need to be a Rangers man. He just needs to be able to come in, do the job, so we can then sell him on and generate again further income. And that's the process. That's the thing. But it's obviously identifying those players. Demons across the road have been able to do it. Let's be totally honest. They've been able to do it, and they did it from scratch. They haven't identified Celtic men, if you want to call it that. They have went and identified a type of player who suits their system, who they know they can they can hopefully develop and generate sales further down the line. We need to be doing the same thing, and hopefully this new board can help look at that. Yeah, I think, just just, just very quickly, I think um, what you've said there about this, this new board can identify what we need and stuff like that. And Snags has alluded to as well. We need to get um, people. Communication is the key. Unfortunately, our, our new chairman has been sitting in the position now for five or six weeks, and he's not made a single utterance. Not a single utterance. Yeah. So that, that therefore, you know, communication isn't doesn't seem to be a bit high in the priority. Although getting to say Robertson moving on and Bisco stepping up, the first thing he said was. There will be quarterly meetings. I will sit down with season ticket holders and my GS members in the Edmondson House quarterly, and we will we'll go through what's required. And that's that's a massive leap forward from what we've had previously. Because as they say, there's a massive disconnect between the board and the fans. And as you say, Ranger, the, the Rangers men, Rangers men, we we know Rangers men. We could sit, we, we could take them over the club, but we'd make a fucking disaster of it. What you really want. <laughs> What you really want is people who are, are business acumen, 
and who yeah. have who have the best interests of the club at heart. It doesn't matter if they if they grew up a Rangers fan or not, as long as they can generate income and give put the best best players on the park and get the most success both on the park and off the park. I will be happy with that. It doesn't matter if they're born and bred Rangers, as long as they as long as they do what's required of them and make, make and uh, make the remit of what's what's required of them, both on the pitch and off the pitch, successful in both areas. I will be happy with that. The thing is, as well, is it coming into the summer, John Bennett and James Bisgrove will be in charge of the club, and they they have a glorious opportunity here to, you mm. know, to buck the trend, stop the rot if they like, and then take the glory for it. Essentially, the problem was before is we had a focus, we had a target. And whether we like to admit it or no, 55 was the number one target, 100%. But to stop 10 in the process, you know, 55 would not... 55 would have meant the world no matter when it was won. But would it have meant more had it been won last season rather than the season before? Right, to stop 10? No, stopping that, that was huge that season because it stopped there. You know, they stopped the record going to them and also gave us that coveted title we've, we've looked for for, what, 10 years it was or something like that. So... The problem is when we achieved that, the hunger seems to have left the club, you know, both from the boardroom and on, on the park. And it's why I made the point earlier that you had to turn over. A strong board would have turned around and says to their manager after winning the title that, look, OK, you've won the title. It's been a great, you know, fantastic. The team's been together. You know, the majority of them have been together since you came in three, four years previous. It's time to refresh. And he, they should have said, actually, Ryan Kent's he's peaked the new, Glenn Kamara's he's peaked the new, Morelos. You know, they, they, you could go through them all, right? We're actually going to, if a club comes in and gives us big money for one of them or two of them, we're going to let them go and we're going to reinvest those funds in the squad. We can buy maybe three players for the fee of one that was being sold and three for the fee of another. That brings you six new players and it brings you new blood and it brings you a wee bit of hunger again back into the team because they want to take their positions. We never did that, and we've struggled on and struggled on. And the fact we're going to Sunday, we and, and listen, we can we can all say in this podcast we don't want to talk about them and we don't want to talk about them. But the fact is, right now they are the you know that we're competing with them. We have to be better than them, right? I don't ever see us just what, and I don't ever want us just to be better than them. I want us to be the best version that we can be. They shouldn't be the <laughs> they shouldn't be the benchmark. We should be setting the benchmark. But see, when we were improving our squad. Right after 55, we went out and we signed Sakala. I love Sakala. Is Sakala going to be the man that leads Rangers to 56? Never in a month or Sundays no. is he going to be the man that leads Rangers to 56. When they were done in the dumps, when they finished 25 points behind us, they sold Edward that season, leading into that. You know what I mean? Or, or certainly that was his last season. They sold them belly previously. They then went out and they signed somebody at £4 million for Japan who they would heard about, but their manager knew. And he's come in and he's lit up the league. Do you know what I mean? It's things like that. We went and we we strengthened. We are kind of mediocre, cheap buy. They went and they bought somebody to come in here and and and, dare. and now he's winning them games and he's and he's on really with his goals. We we need to we need to look at ourselves, yes, and no look at them, of course. But we have to have a wee bit of a wake up call here and say they are where they are on merit, sadly, and we are where we are on merit because we've not done enough groundwork to to actually improve on where we got to. We went stale. Last season, we were stale. Europe papered over the cracks a wee bit, and this year we've stagnated big time. We've regressed big time. And now we're finding it. And we're, we're finding the, the brunt of it here is we're facing another major rebuild where if you're only need to buy four or five players to refresh the squad, you need two or three of them to be quality players to go into your team, and the other two can be project buys. A Scott Wright, 
type scenario. Mm. Again, somebody else bought when we're going for a title. This time we're probably looking at what ten, depending on who leaves. Eleven players again, and almost all of them have to be spot on. That's huge pressure on. Well, they all have manager. to be starters, don't they? They all have to be 100%. starting players. We're not going to get opportunities to blood people in. Now, I'm, we spoke about this the other day, didn't we? That's Essentially, yeah. The 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 whole yeah. you know that's it. And I mean, you you're right. You know, I, I tell you what, our board did. Our board did exactly what the Celtic board did the season before we won fifty five. They they thought they cantered to the league, and they thought we don't need to invest because that team's shite. Yeah, that's what they and our board done exactly the same. We cantered to the league, and they looked over and said that Celtic team's shite. We don't need to do it, and that's why Gerard got pissed off, and that's why we were saying it. And again, it's nothing against Sakala as a, a as a person. He's a fantastic guy and all that there. But when you want quality, we need to go out and pay for quality. We need to identify good quality. And our board weren't prepared to invest in quality. And that's why we are in this position. And with every manager that comes in, he gets that promise of a transfer pot or a transfer kitty that he can build his own team. How many managers have we went through now in the last four, three or four years that are probably going to start a new project and need new investment? It's going to be the same story. Yeah. yeah, I actually said that, Gio, when, when I was on that, that um, overlap podcast thing. I actually mentioned that. I didn't, and, you know, unfortunately, it didn't get used. But, you know, I said, you know, over the past 18 months, we've had, you know, we've had three managers. And, uh, you know, it's it's important to recognise that we've that we've lacked consistency. And, and, you know, like you said, we've, you know, we've had to we've had to reinvest, you know, we've had to put players through a different training regime, different system. And it's just, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's thrown us into a state of flux. And I think... We're starting to pull clear of that now. Obviously, um, you know we're seeing that um, it, it's slow, um, and you know I would expect um, you know things to things to start trending up, um, you know particularly at the beginning of the next season. But you know, by God, do we have to get it right now? We, you know, we have to get it right, um, and it's and it and it's and it's a sobering thought because you know as much as you know Ross Wilson's gone on to a new role, um, and there's been changes, you know, at board level. Part of me still thinks, you know, is is Michael Beale going to get as much free reign as he think, you know, as he thinks he's going to get? Are we going to be in this position again next season, lamenting the fact that, you know, we had an opportunity to turn things around and we let it slip because, you know, he wasn't backed enough? I mean, that's that's a massive fear for me. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Sorry, on you go. On you go. No, on you go. I was just going to say the last couple of seasons have proven have proven something that both the boards and the players have let the managers down. Yeah. And it's and, and it's that that's it's, it's as simple as that. I mean, um, Gerard walked out because, as was alluded to in the chat earlier on, he was made promises, and he, as he said, he was going to put the he wanted to, to put the boot basically on the, on the throat of Celtic. You know, let's go for it. Let let let's really stomp them down. The board didn't back him. He get pissed off and left. Chio comes in. Players players who just kind of down tools, um, and it, it's just been a, a bit of a it's been it's been an unhealthy environment. Um, within the boardroom and possibly the the, the change room at at, uh, at Rangers, so something has to change. It has to change drastically. Um, and I think maybe getting rid of an awful lot of players. Um, Wilson's gone, Robertson's gone, uh, Park's gone. So a change in boardroom uh, to a degree. Um, people stepping up. Uh, new new people will probably come into the boardroom as well. Um, clear out an awful lot of the deadwoods at Rangers. I hate to say that. I hate, I hate the term deadwoods, but I'm just it's just a it's just a generic term of deadwoods. You need to clear out a lot of the players staff and get new guys in. I mean, there's what I've seen. I've I've got, I mean I've got seven guys written down here. The press have been, I've said that we're um, talking to or something like that. Um, 
So we, we do need uh, a fresh influx of new blood um, to take us forward, but also Michael Beale does need backed by Bennett and Bisgrove, and I and I really, really hope that is the case. Sorry, Scott. No, no, I was no, going to no, say no, no, no. Hopefully, with one man identifying the talent and, and buying the talent and, and and asking for the go ahead to buy the talent, hopefully that won't, won't be wasted on players, project players, where you spend four or five million on a left back who has barely kicked the ball this season. And it's not for the young kid and Neil Maz's fault, but we can't afford to spend four million on him and four million on Davies and hope these players come right. We need players. We need to when we're spending that sort of dough. In our sort of league, we need to get players who will come in and hit the ground running. And it's a hard job, it really, really is, but that's what we're that's what we need. That's exactly what we need. And we can't afford to waste eight million quid on two guys. Personally, mate, we've already talked about Davies. I, I one stage thought he, he came good. It's very easy to see now the influence that Connor Dolson has on him. And I don't think Connor Dolson's been brilliant by any stretch, but it just shows the influence that he's been having on him. Take Connor Connor Dolson out of that, and Ben Davies looks like he's never kicked a free ball before. Do you know what I mean? So, you know, you would if we could recoup some money on him, I don't know what the Elmaz situation is, but we can't afford financial mistakes like that because that's essentially what they are. It's yeah, all right yeah. to market yourself as a as a elite level club, but it's it's you know, it's more of a statement to fucking behave like one. Correct. And that's you know, that's exactly what Rangers need to do right now and fast. Correct. I can I exactly I can I can market myself as the greatest seafarer that's ever lived. Fuck fast with the gamma. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean. I'm the best neighbourly killer. Listen, I, I, I am um, <laughs> one. One last thing on this. Um, one other concern that I have is, is is that is that we're breaking, we're breaking down our corporate structure. Um, where we've, you know, what I was saying about behaving like an elite level club. We we sort of created a a structure that looked like an elite level club but we didn't really behave like one but now we've got rid of Ross Wilson and now we've promoted James Bisgrove to CEO and stuff like that it kind of feels like we're not going to replace them mm-hmm. yeah. so therefore the corporate structure is shrinking again which you yeah. know um, kind of adds a bit of laser focus to decision making and it might not work out well um, but that's a concern for me Snaxy just on that and I totally agree with you it's where I'm concerned by the one person identifying right who's Probably yeah. he will move on. A manager will move on. Let's yeah. face it. Whether it's a, whether he's sacked or whether he's successful and gets head done to the elsewhere, he's going to move on. Michael Beale, I like what he does. I like that he goes and speaks to players himself. I do like all that personal touch. I think players like that. If you read Cantwell's thing about him, he really, you know, that really swayed him that he was coming to Rangers. I think that will happen with a lot of players. The problem is when Michael Beale eventually does go, either successful or no, as I've said. What happens then? You know what I mean? Because another manager comes in. The problem is, is a lot of people weren't happy with Ross Wilson, but that doesn't mean to say that the director of football approach is wrong. It says right. that maybe Ross Wilson wasn't correct in that role for us. So there'll be other director of footballs out there that we might need. And who knows? Listen, we might go back down that route again and we've just know maybe there's somebody that's waiting in the wings. Maybe there's somebody that we can't get right now. Nobody knows. Nobody can see into the future. I do think we need a, a, a succession plan for... You know, for when people move on, inevitably players move on, we should know who we're going to go and try and attempt to sign or who we're signing. That's the bit that, that kind of thingies me a wee bit. Um, and we'll just kind of, you know, obviously just delete aiming out the chat there because that was a wee bit. <laughs> I, 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 was wee, I was just going to give him a wee shout out there and say thanks very much for pushing our numbers, mate. You're, you're putting pennies in the pockets, you know, and all that. Yeah, there, but buy those more beer. Yeah. I believe I believe what he's known as a fanny, but that might be a good thing. <laughs> um, so 
as I was saying, Ross Wilson, you know, he's moved on great. We're all happy by it. My problem, as I said in the last pod, is if Ross Wilson has identified a particular player, say we're going for player A, B and C, and that's the quality rating, A being an elite player that we can get within our budget, B being somebody who's maybe a project player, and C being somebody who's really the chief option, and our board constantly saying, no, we can't get A because he's too dear, we'll go and get C because he's the cheaper option. What happens there? Do you know what I mean? Ross always will take the flack for it, and rightly so, but but what happens there? Do you know what I mean? So we we don't know the ins and outs of that. And I really want I really want Bill to get it right because I like Bill as a person, I like Bill as a manager. Mm. I think what he's trying to do is the right way, even though some decisions I don't agree with. Like Sunday, I thought he got some things wrong. Um mm. but if I see one mere person say, How did he know bring on Arfield earlier? That there is the point exactly. we're making. 2018, yeah. Arfield yeah. wasn't he good enough to win as the league title. You know, and then we'd done it well with a squad and Gerard and whatever else. We've all up ahead of the team, we got it. But one trophy in that time, or two trophies in that time, if we're still relying on that, that and there lies the problem. You know, we, we can't be doing that. We have to have players there ready to come on. He's, we were talking about the game at Ibrox today against them. We were 2-1 up and he makes these substitutions. He makes these substitutions because there's players out in their feet. But the substitutions that he can bring on aren't as good as the ones that he's taking off. That's what he's inherited. Do you know what I mean? We, we need to be able to build the squad and get quality throughout the squad, not just for starting 11. And I think starting 11, when they're all in form and all interested, there ain't much between the two. The fact is, our players have lost their hunger. A lot of the elite players we've got have lost their hunger. They're ready for a move on. This jersey's too heavy for them now. Um, and that's just a sad reality that they've got to move on now and enjoy playing for a lesser club might be a better league, but it'll be a lesser club with lesser gates every week. With no European football, God love you. On you go. All I know is Richard Goff watching Ben Davies at Parkhead. I'm lucky. I think it's amazing the man's still alive, to be honest with you, because he must have been punching his television, man. Uh, did you notice, Scott, did you notice there, was a, there was an almost identical incident to the Ben Davies against Celtic one where he headed the ball back into play and he, yes. actually, he actually headed it out this time? Yeah. You know how different everything, how different everything could have been. But that's the thing, mate. That's you know, if you'd have just done that the first time, you'd have said to himself, "Oh shit, I better not head this back in." You know, hopefully I'll head it out. But like again, mate, we could talk about this to the day as long. I, I don't expect the club to go out and spend fortunes. I am on that. I don't expect the club to go out and spend fortunes because it, again, we have to be fiscally responsible as well. We have to know that our money isn't being wasted. The likes of yeah. a Young Maz or a Ben Davies, we can't afford those potential mistakes again. Do you know what I mean? So I don't expect the club to go out and spend 20, 30, 40 million. You don't need to do that. You can identify good players like Raskin, like Cantwell, and hopefully some of these other ones that are being mentioned. But the club also have to step up and make sure that the quality of the player that we're signing is identifying, right? Like you said, mate, if Bain moves on, what happens to these players? I think that's the same across every club, though. I don't think oh, I'm a director of football there. Because you can't come in and say the director of football is going to say, we're playing 4 2 3 one, and that's the only system we're playing, and I'm going to identify the players to suit that. And then a manager comes in and goes, no, I want to play five at the back. That's, you know, if the manager wants it. But again, we, we spoke earlier about when a new manager comes in, Certain, I mean, we went and chased Michael B. We went and paid the compensation, the QPR, and says, we want this guy. So he's been having, he's had assurances made to him and said, you know, this is what I want. If I'm going to, if I'm going to come work with you, I want assurances that I can build my team and I can do this. If he doesn't get those assurances, like Gerard maybe didn't get those assurances, then what's going to happen? That's the problem. Can I just take umbrage with this? You know, we all waved. We all waved. <laughs> right? Hi, Gio. I mean, I see you, baby. Shambles. This, 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 
this goes back to the discussion we had last week. Geo seems to draw in the female. Uh, it's just the voice, you mate. You can, come, you can put a blank screen in sure front of me. It'll just be the voice. It's a <laughs> and, 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 and also the fact that Geo, I know for a fact that Geo says Amanda voice notes. Hello, Graham. He was standing beside me at the live show and he was going, oh, she, Jesus. she loves you, she loves you. <laughs> <laughs> now, we could all sit here, I know Paul there said about the, the list of seven names, I'm sure we've all seen the text messages going about with the seven names on it. Do I know many of them? No, I think I know one or two. But the end of the day, we, you know, we can speculate who's coming, who's no coming. At the end of the day, we don't know, right? Until they rock in here with the old scarf above the neck, we'll never know, above the head, we'll never know, right? So, why don't we turn our attention to Sunday and how we can beat them with the players that we have at our disposal currently? If Michael Beale can do that, <laughs> the man can work miracles, right? Because that is never a team that can compete in a one-off game, no, I have no faith, and I'm hoping they're all watching this and they're all going, we're going to show that clown, right? That Bo Peep fud. We're going to show him how, how it's done, right? A daft Jainer says, we can't, we cannot do this. Well, I'm going to show him, and I hope that's the case, right? But sorry, lads, you've not done anything to convince me otherwise. How do we beat them, right? Now, see if you watch, and I'm not in any way saying here we can play like Mad City, okay? So please don't level that at me now and don't shout me down, right? But if anybody watched the way Man City played last night, how they drew Arsenal's defence centre half suit with Haaland dropping so deep, almost playing like a false nine. And when you play Alan Haaland, you, you think he's not a false nine. He's your target man. He's your leading striker. And you get the ball in there and he buries it. Right. But the way he played was bringing, you know, dropping back like that and allowing the runners to go beyond De Bruyne, you know, how, how he went beyond um, Grealish, you know, how, how he went, behind, went beyond at times. It really stretched Arsenal and it was something different. We've we kind of done it under Geo um, with Morelos dropping deep quite a lot, actually. Um, and I still feel he does that a wee bit, but I don't think Morelos is interesting enough to do it. I think that's a way that we can get at them, because if you draw Carter Vickers out, if you draw Big Arsfeld out, I'm sure, I am sure, you, you, you can get success there. Who goes beyond? That's where you're relying on Cantwell. That's where you're relying on Kent if he's fit and he plays and he's interested. Um, to go beyond the Scotty Arfield role, if you like. A few people have called on, on Scotty Arfield to start. I would love to have had Scotty Arfield 10, 15 years ago. Do you know what I mean? In this team, because I think Scotty Arfield just stick on every week. You know, his drive, his energy. He's, we've just got him too late, unfortunately. And he still does it. He's credit. He still does it week in, week out when he plays. Um, but I just don't know if he's got it in the tank for 90 minutes against them at Hamden. Um, of course, that's Michael Beale's decision whether he plays or no. No mine. And I'm glad I don't have that decision. But Gio, is there anything else you can see that you would you would do on Saturday and Sunday? Know that we're any sort of football managers, but we, we watched enough football to, to, to get the better of them and, and, and manage to get through to the final and stop a stop. Well, for us, winning the trophy because you've got in there, you're playing a championship club, you're hopeful that Rangers yeah. can overcome that and win. And then obviously it stops a treble as well. So it's a double dunter for us. I think first and foremost, mate, we'll have to see who's fit and available. Obviously, in the last after the last game against them, all of a sudden we were losing four or five sort of key, what you would call as key or starting players. Um, you, you know, genuinely, mate. First of all, I, I think we should we, we should give them zero respect and go high and, and tied up right up against them. I think 
like we've spoke about last week, there's too many teams in this league go out of their way to, to, to sort of to big them up and to call them a Champions League team and say they're a fantastic. They're up over the Man Cities and the Barcelonas. It's a load of shite. We went to Celtic Park with 60,000 of our fans and not a single Rangers fan, and we give them the scar of their life, bar two stupid mistakes that we made. No respect, mate. Go right up against them. Team selection, I think we're still waiting to hear who's fit and who's available. Would I start the likes of a Scotty Arfield, mate? I genuinely probably would. You know, what have we got to lose at this stage? We never thought that Scotty Arfield, I mean, again, against Liverpool, he went through and scored against them. I think he has always got that wee bit of drive and ambition. He won't last the whole game, but if we get half a, half a game out of him or even 60 minutes, we're then looking at those different plans, that plan B and plan C, in order to, to, to try and get up against them. I think we de- definitely do need to push them high and tight. Don't see this sitting back off thing and giving them too much respect. It doesn't work. Push them up and go for them. Right, go then. Yeah. Dougal's question. Who would you guys start versus them? Let's go run, right? And what formation? I've got the pen here. I'm writing it, right? Let's go. Come on. Gio, you're up first because you were talking, well, mate. It, it's, going to be, it's going to be McGregor and Nets. Probably Barisic. I would hope that he's going to maybe drop Davies out, but I could see him sticking with Davies and bringing Golson back in. Tav on the right, you'll probably go Lundstrom, Cantwell and Raskin. I, I think he will. I don't think there's any much more available. And he'll probably play Fashion for the pace, Alfie up front, and probably Kent will come back in as well. Paul, it sees. Do you know, and I, I know something like a cop, but that's exactly the exact same team I think he'll go for. I, I nah, genuinely no do. If, if Jack is fit, if Jack is fit, you know, Jack will start instead of Lundstrom. Paul, I think he said he came out, he was out for four or five weeks. Jack, oh, I could Did be wrong, but I think. Oh, no, I no, 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 you, no, no, yeah, actually, yes, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah. So, sorry, yeah. apologies. Yeah. So, in that case, uh, yeah, Lundstrom uh, for Jack. Uh, that, that's a team that will go. Snags? Yeah, similar. Um, but. Uh, I don't know if you did you mention Cantwell because I would yeah I would, yeah, yeah I think Cantwell yeah. play more central yeah. I didn't I didn't mention yeah. Tillman there by the way I didn't mention Tillman I don't think t- I, I, but I think Tillman will, if Kent's not fit Tillman will probably play out in the right and and Sakala will play on the left that's the only thing I could change but I, I didn't mention Tillman he, he, I know he scored a couple of goals when he came back there snags um, after being off injured for a wee while but he hasn't exactly set the word of light since recently he, has he Mary mate would. When you, um, you know, Scott Scott mentioned it earlier regards, you know, Man City versus Arsenal, the the in your face aggressive press, but it's not just about that. It's it, it's it's the guys behind who are closing the channel, so there's no short pass out. Do you know what I mean? There's there's no options for them other yeah. than to go long and to turn over possession. That's or you know to make a mistake and to turn over possession. That's 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 how we should be playing these games against them. And I think. You know, if we can if we can get that right, then anything anything is possible. But for me, Tillman isn't he that guy. Tillman isn't he that aggressive presser. Um, you know, and when I when I see his name on the team sheet for an old firm game, my heart sinks a wee bit because he just spends that wee bit too long on the ball, takes that wee extra touch that he shouldn't be taking, um, and he needs to be sharper, in my honest opinion. But um, you know, talking about uh, Scotty Arfield, I don't know if you guys know this, but see when he was at Burnley. He was the most um, successful presser in the Premier League at the time. I can well imagine, mate. He was. He, do you remember that first cup? The first Scotty Arfield tends to go on a run of four or five games, doesn't he? Where he's really, really good, and then he sort of drops off a wee bit again. And 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 a Burnley in in that sort of environment, you could well see him doing that role. But for us, you know, he has brought that. Do you remember at one stage we actually played him through the middle, snags and up far up yeah. high on the right as yeah. well, where he could be able to cut in. 
Maybe, Absolutely. Maybe maybe this is a swan song. I don't think Scotty Arfield will, will get a new contract. <clears throat> He's still got a wee bit of age on his side, but I do think it, it could be a gamble, mate. But it might be a gamble worth taking with him. He's going to fall cut me all day long. Yeah, yeah. He's already said that, hasn't he? That's that's yeah. his, his final. He's going to close the. He's made his money. He's made his money. He's you know he's 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 got enough. Probably he's probably made plenty out of us. Plenty out of Burnley in the Premier League. He's had a really good career. Why not go there and get a couple of grand a week and play for your boyhood team? Do you know what I mean? And if he does do that, then brilliant. He's been a fantastic servant. And we talk about Rangers men. Scotty Orfield may not have came a Rangers man, but he certainly is one now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I always yeah. think he's had that favouring for Rangers, but I don't like he said himself, Falkirk's team. So, you know, yeah. you know, fair play to him. He's, he's got shares in Gastor as well. He's set for life. <laughs> and we keep buying all the shit. So. Exactly. Exactly, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, I would go, obviously, McGregor, if it wasn't such a bad game, I'd be turning around and saying, when does McCrory get his shot now? A sustained shot to the end of the season because we get fuck all to lose now. Um, Tav stays in just because of nobody else. Borna um, again, Goldson and I would I would drop Davies. I must admit. I, I know I would as well, Scott. I, I, sorry, if Goldson was, but I think I think he'll he, he won't. If Goldson's fit, he'll come in beside Davies because there's that left foot right foot balance. I couldn't yeah. see him starting Hearts or or su- su- Suter. I was almost saying hearts in there, God, for God's sake. Uh, Sutton. Sutton. Don't want to mention Chris Sutton either, do you? Oh no! <laughs> Whoa! But it was just that. It was just that. Because, I, know, I think I think he was sort of forced into that thing with, with John Suter, wasn't he? But you know, I would love to see him starting those two. I think I think you know again potentially moving forward, it's definitely something. But it's just that left foot, right foot balance for me, mate. John Suter for me was one of the ones on Saturday. And I said this in fact, me and Stags have a kind of agreement on this in the pod chat. That John Suter for me is somebody who, you know, we can't really judge because he's not had a lot of game time. He's had a lot of injuries. He's had a bereavement. You know, his brother's died this year. All in your debut season with a, with your boyhood club, which is already major pressure on you anyway because it's your boyhood club. You know what it's all about. I would keep Suter about. Maybe not as your main centre half, but I'd keep Suter about as something that we can use from time to time, especially if Goldson's, you know, injured or, or needs a rest or whatever. Nico Raskin would definitely start in the middle of the part for me if fit because we played him last week. Remember, we had an ankle knock, right? Strange. Um, Cantwell, Raskin. Cantwell would definitely would definitely come into that. I agree with Paul. Ryan Jack would be my player if he was fit. You then have to turn to Kamara or Lundstrom, or you play Tillman central, um, which Tillman and Cantwell in their centre of the park against Celtic. I don't think works in, in this current team. I don't think works. Um, so, so you would have to turn to Kamara Lundstrom and going by previous, he will probably turn to Lundstrom. Know that I would pick that, but he probably would. I wouldn't pick Kamara. No, no, exactly. Choice of fucking that's your choice. That just tells you everything you need to know. We need the John Lundstrom from the last semi final, don't we? Do you remember that one where he picked totally you like, Bassey by the neck and says, Get you up and stop, stop, you know. Remember Bassi, I we think, injured fucking, a Celtic player and he went over and grabbed him. Stop that chat. <laughs> I would play Tillman in, in, at wide right just simply because he owes us in this fixture, I believe. Um, and what better time to step up than in a semi-final of the Cup? Uh, and obviously, Morelos up top. And the, and the other side, the left-hand side, if Kent isn't fat, I know everybody will go, we'll go, we start Sakala, right? Matundo? We've done it with Sakala. Rather Matundo, <laughs> Don't know, but by the way, see for a runner, see for somebody running behind. Remember, Walter always used to have a wild card right in these pictures. 
Remember, it was all, like, Andy Little played right back at Ibrox. Remember, when yeah. he says, you're like, what the fuck is he doing? Do you remember Kuzan's he played Greg Park? Wade as well? Do you remember Greg Aye. Wade came in and played on the left-hand side as well? Kuzan mm. starting at a parkhead that game, remember, and he ripped yeah. Mark Wilson's shot in the way by as he stuck it in the corner of the net. What about Scott Wright? <laughs> Running power? Runners beyond Morelos? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Everybody else is in a shot. You may as well give him a shot. Yeah, we might not have enough players to be, to be fit enough to even get on the team, so... <laughs> Paul, it's easy to shut down. That's, that's my... No, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for something. I can't even find it. Sorry. <laughs> that, that's am I getting slagged off? Am I getting slagged off for my accent again? Is it Matondo? Matondo? Matundo. You're saying Matundo, mate. Matundo. Matundo, you're a legend. There, I actually agree with Paul. Neil McLean through the middle with Peter Loving. Oh, nice. Oh, yes. yes. Oh, yes. Get the fucking squad of 98 and fuck it. Let's go wild. Let's go wild. Gio, you able to come back and pull the boots on this time? Sure, we Jamesy, we Jamesy wanted uh, Mark Hitley signed on a 60-minute contract just to come up for 60 minutes. 60 minutes, yeah. Uh, not even a six-month contract, just a 60-minute one. Love that. Here, did Alberts not come out of retirement when he was like 43 and play for Clyde and scored a couple of goals as well, didn't he? <laughs> oh, there's, uh, there's, a, there's, a be- there's a beauty on the internet if you watch it on YouTube. It's a free kick, he's about 30 yards out. Here the girl goes, whoa. And then he, just, he, then he took a flag out at half time and started smoking on the way over to the changing Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, he's got him on your says there. Listen, we've, you know, we've tried Sakala in this fixture against him. He missed it for fucking three yards on open goal. What's uh, the point? You know what I mean? I know he scored last year, but what's the fucking point? You know, Morelos isn't interested, but we need we need a striker of some sort. Why not? I mean, if you go Matondo, who we spent three million pounds or whatever the fuck it was on, that's never kicked a ball and he's been injured and okay, we're getting a wee bit excited because he had an assist. That shows you how far we've fallen, team. He had one assist, and now it's like, oh, let's put him in. Do you know what I mean? Scott, I'll go, if if we're going with, if we're going with, Sakala scored the semi-final last year, I'll go with, Scott Wright's goal in the final was much fucking better. Okay. Slags, you'll you'll remember this. Who was the young lad who, who played for Rangers and then got injured, and he came on against Celtic? I think it was shortly before the whole uh, 2012 mm-hmm. thing. And he scored a screamer from about uh, about thirty yards out. Um, oh, Jamie, Jamie Ness. Jamie Ness. There you go. There, there was a wee Ness. gamble. There was a wee gamble that. out of left field. Do you remember that goal as well? Yeah, I do you remember that goal. Yeah, absolutely screamer. Love that throwing goal. Well, we've yeah, done it every goal. time. And do you know what it is? It's not being predictable. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Someone's never um, mentioned that in the chat there, mate. We need to do something to shake it up. You know, because we are too predictable. We need to, you know. Go three at the back, go go three up front, go five up front, do something a wee bit different, you know. I'm not saying he's the answer. Yo. I'm not saying he's going to win the game, Scott Wright, for his bit. Listen, everybody else has had a shot out there here as well, getting the kind of chat. It's, it's actually mental we're sitting here. And I can't like before, I know well, Phil's sitting in Baylor going and going and going. Scott Wright's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the answer. Just give him a Here, shot. Paul. He played in a European final, mate. Don't forget, he actually started in a European final. What is it? I watched it with something fucking win. <laughs> Yo, fucking fun fun fact about Jamie Ness, by the way. He yes, played mate. in the same team as El Hajjouf. How fucking mental is that? Unbelievable. What, and his signature, what, by the way, incidentally, Jamie Ness's signature is on uh, one of the pictures that uh, I gave to Simi. Yeah. So, uh, for the pod. What a goal, too. But again, that, that we out of left field sort of, you know, 
st- sort of start on the day. We need something a wee bit different. Like we've all said, way too predictable so far. Listen, somebody said there, and, and don't get me wrong, Michael Beale, if we get beat then, he'll, he'll get canned for this and no playing a striker. But somebody said, I mean, Alex makes a great point there about Morelos, but some, somebody says there about starting Tillman as a false nine. You know, let him play with his back to goal and bring others into play and let runners go beyond them. He did that. We need legs beyond them. That's the problem. And Cantwell will get forward. Yes. Who else gets forward? Do you know what I mean? Sakala will get forward 100%. He'll go beyond. Is the composure there? I don't know. Same could be said for Scott Wright as well. So it's just, it, it, I like to see him. If it is Tillman up there as a false nine, I would say, right, fair enough. He's trying something different. We can't go into it with the same tried and tested pish no. that we've seen, you know, every game and we've been beat by them. It, it, it just doesn't work like that. So let's see if we can try and get a wee bit, something different, change it up slightly, and hopefully Tav can defend on the right hand side as well. <laughs> Sakala has two main faults recently. Number one is he's, he wants to come it's deep two. and collect it. Yeah. And get, well, two, 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 two main faults. Eight, eight, well, just two. I can, I can talk, just quickly off the top of my head. He wants to come deep and collect the ball. His touch is very poor. He loses it, and then he, well, he does say to to run behind his man. His decision making is atrocious. Aye. He, he, so, he, he, he's just mentioned that he bought. It's just made me fucking upset. Fuck off. I love Joe Aribo. Oh well. Bench warmer these days. He's not getting the game. He's not getting the game these days, is he? Yeah. We season low. Bench warmer. We season low. Here, back up the road. How, how long until on, we get, uh, get we mentioned oh, no. uh, with Billy Gilmore as well? How long until we get that uh, link with him? <laughs> has Lauren Shanklin started yet? I know. I know. Well, it has, mate, I. Hey, listen. He'll, he'll score 25 goals a season in the Premier League for us. I'm telling you. Uh, I'm telling uh, you. Uh, up front with Lyndon Dykes. After he gets to jail. Yeah, that's that's what you want. Lyndon Dykes, Lyndon Dykes, your target man, and Shanklin, there's your guy. So that's the new Hitler and the I've got a guy who I do another podcast with, right? And sometimes he'll message me, and he sent me the other day, he put Shanklin question mark, and I replied, I'm not even going to entertain that. Like, come on. I would, I would. Come on. It's a Chris Boyd type signing. Chris Boyd wasn't a European player, he wasn't an all foreign player. That, see for see for that the games in Scotland like Aberdeen there's a lot of Shannon goes through and it was the Calidas we're getting at least one up at half time. Snags, no, I'm that, not I am not in any way, shape, or form saying that Shanklin is the answer. But I've mentioned this quite a few times already, mate. We have we have as a support base have tended to turn our nose up at certain homegrown talents. And those same homegrown talents are now going off and playing in bigger and better leagues on our own and being very successful. I'm not saying because they go for stupid inflated prices in the Premier League that they are better, but we have proven all that there's been that you know statistically proven in, in the last couple of years some young Scottish youngsters who were playing in our league at the likes of Aberdeen, at the likes of uh, Hearts and players like that there, Hickey and stuff, they've gone off and played in Syria and done really, really well. But yet we still have some sort of snobbery against them. I'm not saying again, I'm not saying. It's, it should be a Shanklin or something. And I don't know, but for me, mate, one, one of the one of the ones we definitely should be looking at, and it will be hard to do business with them, is Nesbitt. And I know he supports them. Yeah. But at the yeah. same time, mate, he, he's he's 100%. proven I, I, every time he, I've seen him playing against yeah. us, yeah. playing against them, playing for any team, he has been very, very good. He's strong, he's he's quick, he's fast, he can score a goal. I mean, he came on, he hadn't played in six months, and his very first game was against us, and he stuck a back the ball in the back of the net. Why don't we look at those types of players? You know what I mean? And then we yeah, build yeah. that and, and build that succession plan as well. And yeah, him, you're right, Gallant Pibbs will probably want five million for him. But you know, when he's proven that that there well, I mean him, Celtic paid five million for Scott Brown. 
and he, he ended up staying there for 12 you years. Know, and you know, so you know, Nesbitt is a guy who I, I say he plays for Hibs and he supports yeah. the other team, but at the same time, he is I rate him very highly. He's a very, very, very good right. striker. And then, as you say, he was out for six, seven months, maybe nine. Well, it's a job for these guys as well. Don't forget, man. It's a job. Of course, I I sat sat in the press conference after the match, and he 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 talks very well. Uh, He was really happy, and he said it's a it's a good place to play football and all that sort of stuff. He came across a really, really, really well young and very well spoken young man. But the fact is, it's also he's also played for Scotland. He's a Scottish international as well, and that's the kind of people we should be going for. And you're right, we we should be going for. Try, tried and tested, but I, at the same time, I think there has to be a link. Like we're linked with Lyndon Dykes just now. That's one of the names I'd written down. I personally wouldn't have him. I don't think he's the answer. Um, it, and he's coming. I, I, don't, I just don't. He's, he's coming. You know he will. It's the press have started saying he's a Rangers and, and, fan. And, and, and that's and, 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 and you know something? If he does, he'll have my unequivocal support. But right now, I don't think he's the answer. And I'll be honest. With you. And somebody said as well um, earlier on that, that Morelis is um, it's a bit of a wasted shirt now. And that's that's a damning indictment of Alfredo Morelis. The fact he's fallen that far down in supports estimation when he scored so many goals with dug out of so many holes. But at the same time, he's a, he's a, a European, a top European scorer of all time. That's how far he's fallen amongst the support. Can you believe a change? Can you believe a swing around as well? This time last year, he was bullying Matt Hummels in, in that game against Borussia Dortmund, and now you know we're all saying, right, get him out, get him in a taxi, we'll take him wherever he wants to go. He's a wasted jersey and all that sort of stuff. I mean, the guy has not done himself any justice, and it's a shame no. because he could have he could have left the club with in really high regard and really you know been been a fan favorite, even if he Atti- went on. Yeah, yeah, and, and and lately he just he just over the last year since since he, he basically came back after injury and Chorak came in and was scoring goals, his nose was put out of joint. And instead of instead of sort of responding to that, Paul, and then going, I'm going to show you, I'm going to be a better player for that. I'm going to get the big move. He stuck his own head up his own arse and he hasn't kicked the ball since. John, yeah, exactly. John, John Wallace has just said there about you know, the Bristol centre forward. Arguably, John, we've not been playing a centre forward against him anyway for the last how many games because yeah. he's been a fucking non non-existent jersey. Um, going through, Dykes isn't prolific. A lot of people are know having Dykes, obviously. Um, I sound identical to Stuart, Stuart Hay from the journey back. That's good. Hopefully, I got half the fucking royalties in for the <laughs> for what he's going to make out of these shows. Which, by the way, our own Jodie Pollock's actually singing now. The, I think it's just the Glasgow ones. Um, she's singing. She's a halftime entertainment yeah. because of how long it took people to get a beer. Stuart says on the way back, you know, they, they, they delayed the show slightly. So they, what they did was they said, right, let's put Jodie Pollock on stage and let her sing. So congratulations to Jodie and well done. It's it's name more than, than she actually deserves. Um, Morelos is never an empty jersey. Depends what game you watch, to be honest with you. And I'm a huge Morelos fan. I love Morelos. I think he'll go where best wishes. And he should do. He's a top European goal scorer. He's outstayed. He's welcome. And that's not his fault. That's our fault. And again, going back to the start, that's our fault. Um, Morelos has never hit over 18 goals in a league season for us. Morelos wanted away last year. Morelos is and always has been his own worst enemy. A little clue. He plays for St Etienne. Oh, right. Okay. Paul was saying yeah. about Paul McGargo was saying about somebody who's got twenty five goals and there there you go I think it's there twenty five goal contributions in twenty nine games brilliant let's see how he does in a Rangers jersey if he comes in um I think that's probably the joke 
Morelos is never an empty jersey, and I've maybe just missed it. Morelos fills his jersey more than most. So maybe I've missed the joke there. Apologies if I've missed the joke there. I'm not very right there. Well done. I like that. I, would, I wouldn't know how that feels. Right over me, Barry. Um, to be fair, we're really unlucky that JBC I go with the same team apart from that big Donkey Davies. And a lot of people have said, I think John was another one that says I'd go with the same team. We nearly got it last time. I think Ben Davies now is mentally scarred. I watched Ben Davies in the tunnel, right? Or the tunnel area at Liverpool. All right, Jeep, how are we doing, my man? Hey, right. A legend. A legend. At exactly. Three, at, at, at Liverpool, right in the wee press area where you could go and talk to him and whatever else. And so I think it was Raman Badwaj asked Ben Davies if he could talk to him for an interview for five minutes. And Ben Davies looked like the most undecisive person in the world. Should I do this or should I know? Well, you're walking through the media, but so you've got every right to say no. I'm just going to the bus. Or you could stop, as Borna Barisic did after every Champions League game and explained why we got humped, then proceeded to lose his man the following week. Um, but he did try and explain it, why it happened. But um, Ben Davies didn't, and he had to go and ask somebody at the club, what do I do here? Do I do the interview, or do I go on the bus? And I feel it's quite like, do I go and header that ball out, or do I make an arse and let Jota in? What do I do? Do you know what I mean? Unfortunately, the message couldn't get to the, to the bench, to Ben Davies in time, to say, put the ball into Rose Ed and knock one of them out with it. It sounds like you're playing FIFA. It, it, like, it sounds like you're playing FIFA with Ben Davies, and... Michael Bay sitting in the thing trying to control him and go fucking head it out and he's making the wrong button. I would have subbed him. Me, personally. I don't X, X, X. Three balls. And with me, it would just have been square and just bloated it. See, see what you're saying though, Scott. Back. See what you're saying, mate. That's way, that, that, that is, is obviously his personality. He seems quite indecisive and I know, yeah. I don't think, in the games he has been tested, he hasn't come out looking really well. In some of the games where it's a wee bit easier, he's looked comfortable. But you have to warrant. You have to ask the question: Who thought that spending four million quid on him was a was a really good bit of money? It's, Where it's was the I'll give you a clue. I'll give you a clue, Gio. We had we had a really really poor um, player due, 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 due diligence, due diligence and player marketing strategy, and that kind of fell on one person's shoulders potentially. You know, who might not be there anymore? I don't know. I, I think just, he's gone. Yeah. Just, just to clarify this, I wasn't a fat shame of Morelos, by the way. I love Morelos, right? I absolutely so love the are. guy. And I think a lot of this this, this that goes on to your fans is disgusting because I don't think he's actually like that at all. The guy has always been, apart from when he first came, but the guy has always been a kind of bigger built guy. Mate, so that's the guy's, a, the guy's a professional footballer. He's going to be he's going to be strong, do you know what I mean? He, and he's yeah. built for that. Oh, have we lost him? Who have we lost? We've lost Scott. I was still online. There's Holy obviously shit. something going on here with it. With, uh, <laughs> No, mate, it was just you and Scott shit. No, so guys, no, welcome no, back to no, the podcast. No. Let's continue. Can I, can I just say, before you, get, before you <laughs> no. guys joined, Scott, Scott and I were talking for about 15 minutes before you guys joined, and I dropped out, and, th- and he was going, what's going on, what's going on? And there's obviously issues. I mean, hang on, Scott, are you... Are you are <laughs> Am you, I host tonight? My, is no, it the top on, left host? Is that it? I don't know. Unfortunately, I've got the <laughs> best one <word there. laughs> Hey, Scott, do you use fashion media? Yes, I do, mate. Yes, mate, we all do use social media. There must I don't. Be something. I don't. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I, 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 I actually, I actually lost, I actually lost my internet connection five times today. I've already told Paul that he's what to do, mate, and he's not fucking listening to me. So, <laughs> no, 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 you're welcome. Oh. You're welcome to your shape broadband. That, you're that, welcome, that, Paul. That thing is, yes, Paul. Yes, yes. other Paul. No, hey. Me and him are not the same. Don't start the rumours, right? That's nonsense. No, okay. no, 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 not since the last time, anyway. I, I, the I, truth. It, it By the way, fun, 
Fun fact, see when we were in Amsterdam and we went on a boat on the canal, a wee boat tour all inclusive with free bevy and all that. Are you, right? are you, are you, are you sure you're going down this route? Yeah, but it's not the route you think I'm going down. <laughs> oh, wait, I, there I was a captain. There was a captain. You finish at the, the Banana boat. Club. Can anybody no. guess what the name of the captain was on the boat? And the, uh, it was Filipino. Uh, Paul Smith. His name was Paul. I say he is Paul. It sees you're a fucking fraud. You know, it's on the way. He goes, "Hello, I am your captain. My name is Paul." And the police went, "Wait!" I went, oh, "For fuck's sake!" <laughs> Did you give each other the way the way the way captains we salute and all as well? Did you get your inflatable no, desk? <laughs> Andy didn't crash. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Get him on the pod next week. Substitute sometime. Substitute. Real policy. <laughs> it was. We felt like policies is coming on next it, week for our one. It was brilliant. The thing is, he sat. He stood and smoked and going, "You want more wine in the fridge? Yeah, chuck it in." So, left. I think it's left field predictions for Sunday. The dreaded predictions for Sunday. Um, who do we want? Who wants nope. to start? Does anybody want to start? Not two doing one. it. I, two I one. predicted the last couple and they've lost them, so I'm not saying anything. Two one Rangers. Yes. Yeah. Snag says two one Rangers. Geo. One nil. One nil. Oh, you're betting on us to keep a clean sheet. Oh, <laughs> God, we're going to keep Windsor close at the minute. Um, I'm going to go three two. I would love that too. And a Scott Wright hat trick. Last minute, last minute, a goal <laughs> in the last minute. We last minute winner. Scott Wright, perfect hat trick. Come Scott on. Wright, Let it right. right. Yes. And I tell you, if Scott Wright does score that hat trick, I will have a poster of him up there for now until the end of time. Okay. Yeah. We'll get, we'll get a head. We'll get his head cut out and put it on your Stevie G thing for you as well. We're, we're not going to tell you how it's stuck to the wall, but it'll be up there. <laughs> I'll tell you it's stuck to the wall. If he's got a hat trick, we win three two. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> oh fuck, Dougal, I can't. I'm no. Matundo, Rabi, Matundo for the winner. <laughs> no, I'm no cut out for that sort of shit. I couldn't deal with that. I'm too old. I'm too old. <laughs> Coronavirus. We'll lose policies. <laughs> we'll literally lose them. Just um, when, yes, I like that. Yes, yes. that's simple, it. Doesn't right. matter. Doesn't matter. Well, how we get there, just get there in the fucking end. Enough somebody's ass. Uh, here's here's a wee one for you. If oh, they you do can score, fuck off. You if can they fuck off, here, Amanda. Wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> No, as long as Amanda's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Gio, on you go away. I was going to say, if they score, which side do you think is coming down, our left or our right? Our right crossed our over, right. our left will be sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Here, Snagsy, what is it? We've seen this movie before. Uh, that's the one, mate. That's the one. <laughs> oh, We've still got the stubs, mate. We've still got the ticket exactly. stubs. Exactly. Fuck off, the singed at the ends. Oh, no. Gallon. Jesus <laughs> Christ. He's on fire tonight, isn't he? Oh, Gallon Panier's on fire. Wish he was. He the fucking what, is this? <laughs> what is this? What podcast is this? Oh, no. <laughs> what day is it? I don't even know where I am. This is mental. <laughs> There you go. Linda's brought us back down to earth. We'll not be seeing Scott Wright on your wall anytime soon. Thanks, no, Linda. That, 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 that's, that's more the hoping for the, what she's thinking you're going to be up to more than <laughs> an actual result. So there we go. A few people there saying 3-2, um, 2-1. Two, two, 
Um, whatever else, I think we should. I think we should let people in actually in the whole thing with, with Amanda because Amanda. Amanda said, "Am I right in saying this?" Amanda said, "If we win no, the she, Europa League, absolutely. If we win the Europa League last year, going into the final, we've done a show at the Urban. She says that she would streak across the eyebrows. Okay." <laughs> And she, well, she put it on Twitter. <laughs> well, I don't know if she put it on Twitter, but Graham, her husband, certainly encouraged Paul at C's to put it on Twitter. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, no. I, I, I typed it out and showed it to her as a joke, and her husband went, sweet. So, <laughs> oh, dear, sounds like bullshit to me, I'm afraid. <laughs> so that's how no, it came about. No, but the thing is, she, she was well up for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, she was, uh, she was policies. Uh, you when, when, so. when Arebo scored the goal, she was warming up. She was like, See, when Arebo scored the goal, it was a bit like me when Tav equalised at Parkhead. I thought, oh, fuck, I need to wear this costume every fucking time we play now. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> thankfully, thankfully, Ben Davies came to my rescue and made an absolute ass of it, followed by John Sewell. <laughs> or John Sewell, <Sutton, laughs> Ben Davies. So there you go. Um, my thanks to CP Plumberhead and to Media Print UK to G4 Claims for the support this evening and the, uh, just supporting the podcast in general. My thanks to Paul Seas for joining me. It's good to see you, mate. And as ever, good to see you too, buddy. To Gio, down the bottom right there, looking sensational as ever. And my, my Battle Fever tea as well oh, that can be purchased oh, on our and of course the stags we've seen you in a long while and Sonic in the background there a long while in McCoy and Scott Arfield well done mate um, <laughs> and it's always good to see you mate and the final thanks has to go to you guys that watch um, because we thought you was no point in staying it because it's just us four sitting here and really we could do that with vo- you know, WhatsApp voice notes that we could do 60 minute voice notes to each other in the chat and basically fill a pod up but Thank you that we don't have to do that because you sit here and you tune in with So, And no matter your opinion, whether it differs from us or it agrees with us, it's great to hear the opinions as long as they're appropriate and as long as you ain't a Celtic fan. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> have a fantastic weekend. I hope your team wins on Sunday. Mona Rangers, hashtag keep the battle fever on. And we're just going to keep talking so already. When I was a young boy My father said to me Put this scarf around your neck and sing the blues with me And now I am much older, there's a place I want to be It's red said it's beautiful, it's steeped in history And I know what I'll find when the place comes alive, I got that you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment look younger feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with juvederm voluma xc reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with juvederm volure xc For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.